Have you ever gone to the supermarket to pick up some basic staples like bread and milk, but come home with a bunch of ice cream and Doritos instead? Yeah, all the time. Why is that? I always find it weird. What if I told you that your purchases are being manipulated by big companies? That's ridiculous. Aren't I the one who decides how to spend my money? Well, there are actually a few ways that other people, including supermarkets and marketers, can get you to buy certain things that they want you to buy, rather than just what you want to buy. Really? How? A lot of these techniques stem from the field of behavioral economics. Behavioral economics is the union of psychology and economics and aims to study economic behaviors from the lens of the human mind. Are you saying that companies can take advantage of my own internal psychology to influence my purchases? Exactly! Behavioral economic techniques use the inherent biases of human nature to influence purchasing. So does that mean that every choice I make is already made for me? Do I have no real agency of my own with companies secretly making all my decisions for me in advance? Not exactly. Your choices are still your own, however consumers and their choices are being subtly influenced by others. Renowned behavioral economist Dr. Catherine C. Eckel actually explained one example of this influence in action. For example, imagine a cafeteria line uh, and you go through the cafeteria line and you're picking up various foods to put on your tray. Uh, you might pick up um, some healthy food, you might pick up some unhealthy food. And what studies have shown is that if you put healthy food at the beginning of the line, so for example, fruit or salad or vegetables, at the beginning of the line, people are more likely to add them to their trays. Unlike schools, the focus of supermarkets is sales. So wouldn't they do different things to influence you? That's right. Stores are usually trying to get you to buy what they want to sell and buy a lot of it. So they influence customers using details from the store itself. Actually, the influences on your purchases start way before you enter the store. Really? How does that work? Well, advertisements for one thing. A lot of ads don't make you want to buy the product so much as just get the product's name in your head, so that when you think about what to buy, you're much more likely to think of their product. That's crazy. Can't consumers just avoid ads though? Well, ads aren't the only way that people try to influence your purchases. Coupons also serve that purpose. Aren't coupons meant to help us? I thought the point of a coupon was to make it easier to buy things. Coupons do make it easier to buy things, and by changing what coupons get sent out, vendors can entice people to buy things they wouldn't normally buy because consumers think that they're getting a deal. So what can consumers do to prevent people from using their coupons against them? When you're using coupons, make sure to carefully evaluate if you actually want what you have a coupon for. A lot of supermarket influence comes from the manipulation of choice architecture. Actually, Dr. Echo mentioned how choice architecture can affect people in lunch lines. So choice architecture has been used to look at things like lunch lines, like I mentioned, but also things like the, the decision of whether to go to the gym or not. But it's not just lunch lines that implement choice architecture. Have you noticed that most supermarkets are laid out similarly? What do you mean? Well, a lot of them have dairy, bread, and deli in the back, frozen goods and produce on the sides, and packaged stuff in the middle aisles. Yeah, so? Isn't that just random? The layout is actually intentional. 
When you go to a supermarket, you're likely going to get essential items like dairy or deli meats. To get to those, you have to walk by all the bright packaging and pretty colors of the processed foods. Passing these might just entice you to buy a little extra, right? Yeah, and that way, the store makes more money from people who are just there for essentials. Yup, and you, the consumer, are none the wiser. That's crazy! How can consumers avert this influence, though? You can help prevent this by always making a shopping list and buying only what's on the list. Plus, you can make a point not to go to the market hungry. That way, you're less susceptible to subconscious messaging. That's really interesting. I'll make sure to be more careful during my next supermarket trip. So will I! Thank you to Dr. Catherine C. Echo and Mr. Malcolm Eckle for their contributions. From Money End, this is Whitman Ochi. And Caroline Huber. Signing off. <laughs>